Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, so many agonizing, agonizing speeches from Joe Biden lately. Jeez. Oh, I guess they've, they feel like they've got him doped up enough that he can actually carry off some things. He's out and about, man. Uh, he, he is. Yeah, he is. He is out and about. Quite a bit. And tomorrow, there's going to be a big, a big speech that focuses on the Republicans and the rights. They're stealing away from us. Oh. Oh, that's going to be that's Excellent. going to be agonizing. Oh, yeah, I mean. Oh my gosh. Ah, to listen ah, to them ah. talk about the right to an abortion and uh the the right that they're taking away from you from you to vote. <laughs> so Oh, it's going to be tough to get through. And yesterday was tough. just as bad, and actually. Yesterday was his, bad, yeah. With his, with his gun rhetoric, because no one supports the Second Amendment more than Joe Biden. No one. <laughs> but. No one. But. Sure, that's true. I'm sure that's And we're not true. talking about taking away your guns. Well, except for those guns. Oh, yeah. Well, except the assault guns. guns, the assault rifles, we've got to take away, because what are the deer wearing? Kevlar vests? Oh, he broke that out again. Yeah, yeah, he did. He broke that out again. Cut yep. number two. He broke. He breaks out the Kevlar yeah. vest story again. And by the way, mm-hmm. how many? My dad used to love to hunt in the Poconos when we lived in Scranton. Mm. How many deer bear wearing Kevlar vests? Huh? No People joke. have heard it so many times no they don't joke. even laugh anymore. No joke. No joke. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You are trying to joke. But nobody's laughing. Right. They've heard it a million times. It was a dumbass line the first time you said it. Uh, It's even more stupid now. And he just keeps doing it. He sure does. And by the way, no joke. How many deer are wearing Kevlar vests? How many of them? I count only three. Most of them are naked. But some of them wear Kevlar vests. (laughs) I think there's three that I've counted. <laughs> a lot of deer just run through the forest naked, though. They do. They they run naked. So. Which, I, which I'm sure he's not opposed to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's not. No, he is not. I'm sure he's not. Uh, then we've got the uh, J6 stuff oh, that he had to babble gosh. about. Oh, my gosh. Imagine turning on the TV and seeing people storming Parliament. Uh, Yeah, wow. Imagine, Joe, (sighs) if you turned on the television in Washington, D.C. and saw a mob of a thousand people storming down the hallways Uh, of the Parliament, breaking down the doors, uh, trying to overturn an outcome of election and killing several police officers. No! Imagine. Imagine what you'd think. Ah, kid. Oh, my gosh. Imagine. Imagine. Imagine, if you will, that happening anywhere. It didn't happen here. So I don't know where he's talking about. (laughs) Did that happen in Zimbabwe or some other other third world nation where they killed a bunch of police officers? Because it did not happen here. It didn't happen. that, That gigantic lie he keeps telling over and over and over. And killing, killing several police officers uh, with strokes. 
They gave him strokes <laughs> and made him commit suicide weeks later. Imagine. Imagine that. A crowd who makes police officers commit suicide as much as a month later. <laughs> That's a powerful crowd. <laughs> Jeez, man. Seriously powerful crowd. And of course, the person who was killed there, Ashley Abbott, gets no mention. If they do mention her, they make it like she's one of the cops or somebody. Five people were killed there. No. 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 Two people were killed. They were both part of the mob. Okay? Unbelievable. It just doesn't stop and it's been disproven so many times uh, it doesn't matter we just keep hammering down the lies yeah just keep saying it yep and keep that's what they're it. doing just keep repeating the lie people will believe it and i guess that's what's happening here well but if you would just remember in god's name who we are Pat. i can't take this guy continually taking the lord's name in vain the one of the big commandments and he does it all the time. Uh, let's hear this. Folks, mm. let's remember who in God's name we are. Uh, I really mean it. No. What our values are. <laughs> what we believe. We the people. Uh-huh. That's how our Constitution starts, or the Declaration. We the people. That's who we are. He doesn't even know what document <laughs> begins that way. That's great. That's how our Constitution starts, our, our declaration. Or uh, 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 is it the, the thing. Magna Carta? I don't know. The, you, know the, you know the thing. You, you, you know the thing. Uh, all people are created, and you don't, you know, you know the thing. <laughs> uh, he's terrible. I remember in God's name. That's just awful. Ugh. I mean, that's seriously, that's just bad. Just really, really bad. And it shows you who he is. Absolutely, and if you and if you and and that alone uh, shows you who he is. But then, of course, he has to tell his racist story uh, mm. in Delaware, which is amazing. <clears throat> he gets away with it. All right, Attorney General of the state of Delaware, and what he used to do is go down in the east side, the what called the bucket, highest crime rate in the country. Where the black people. There's a place where I used to. I was the only white guy mm. that worked as a lifeguard down in that area, in the east side. Pause it for a second. You know where the, you go. Are you telling me Delaware had the highest crime rate in the nation? <laughs> I'd like to have somebody fact check that. Now let's do that. Yeah, let's, let's, do that. let's fact. Because I don't know. Back what year he's 50, talking about. 50, 60 years right. ago, though. Right. In where? Wilmington? Highest. I mean, come oh, on. He, it did not have the highest crime rate in the nation. You're going to say Baltimore? Uh, had a lower crime rate than Delaware. I will say now that you could, uh, you know, I don't know where they break those numbers up because uh, when in Saginaw, Michigan, the city that I grew up in, at one point, per capita mm-hmm. was had the highest murder rate. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, but I don't believe it. Well, it's true. <laughs> I don't believe. I it. mean, I live there. You can play your little silly mean streets of uh, mean Helena streets of Helena. Well. You can play that the all you mean want. But Saginaw, Michigan, was is the mean streets, my friend. No way. No way. <laughs> Over New Orleans crime. and Baltimore and yeah, St. Louis. Come on. Come per on. capita. Chicago. Come per on. Per capita. I don't believe it. I don't believe it was per capita. Per anything. <laughs> 
Uh, all right, let's hear the rest <laughs> of this. Jeez, this guy is outrageous. There's a place where I used to, I was the only white guy that worked as a lifeguard down in that area, mm. on the east side. Mm-hmm. And you know where the, you can always tell where the best basketball in the state is and the best basketball oh my in the gosh. city is. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, you know, that's right. where those people are. I just laid out a few stereotypes for you here. Uh, I was the only white guy there. Wow. Only white guy. Apparently, Crime. You know, basketball. What else can we talk about? I mean, he just left a couple stones unturned, but not very many. Not very many. Not very many at all. He is so bad. Jeez. All right, but, you know, when it comes to uh, the Second Amendment, nobody. Nobody supports it better, more than Joe Nobody Biden. supports it more than Joe freaking Biden. <laughs> uh, well, we took he wants on to the NRA, bend. We're going to take him on again, and we've right. won. Then and we, we won. won again. No, yeah. All right. But we're not stopping here. Mm-hmm. I'm determined to ban assault weapons in this country. Determined. Hmm. I did it once before. Yeah, and I'll do it again. Didn't do a good. It didn't do a, a thing. It didn't do any good. It did no good. When he, I did it before. Okay. Uh, he also. I mean, there was another spot yesterday where he went off on the NRA. We beat the NRA. Mm-hmm. We took them on and we beat the NRA straight up. Straight up. <clears throat> you have no idea how intimidating they are to elected officials. What? Get, get <laughs> out of here. It, which means the vast get majority. out oh, of here. The vast majority of Republicans in Congress couldn't even stand up and vote for it. Oh, stop. Because they're afraid oh, of the God. NRA. It's not because of the NRA. It's not unusual. Every Democrats, Republicans, senators, they, they get afraid of certain interest groups. No, no. It's not because of the NRA. It's because of the Second Amendment. The NRA, get out of here. Like they're the big, bad boogeyman, the NRA, who pale in spending to all the labor unions, all of the Democrat billionaires who spend hundreds of millions of dollars every election cycle, the George Soros Soroses of the world, and he, but he's got to make the NRA the big, the big bad demonized group. I mean, the the NRA. You never even hear about the NRA anymore, except in scandal. Yeah, I mean they've pretty much uh, they've pretty much been silenced. All they around. have been silenced. Yeah, they don't have the money they used to. They don't have the clout they used to. Even when they did, it wasn't what he's talking about. They're not intimidating to anybody. Get out of here! <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> the NRA is almost dead on its feet right now. I mean, it certainly they, feels that way. It does. It really does. I mean, they've they've been. Immersed in scandals, the, the, things are uh, in disarray at the NRA. So <laughs> I don't want to hear how they beat the NRA. Ooh, nice. That's well, I mean, what a when, job you did there. When you have an organization that's as intimidating as the right, NRA, right? Right. Uh, right. It takes a lot to stand up to them. Spends up to five or ten million dollars an election cycle. A whole five or ten million. Well, you've got labor unions that are spending eighty million dollars at a time. Uh, I mean, a hundred million. Our, our man Mark Zuckerberg spent how many hundreds of millions just uh, right. to get him elected? I'm sorry to help, right? The, uh, you know the election process. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, 
you know, throttling down any Thank conservative you. voice Thank you. that's heard on Facebook. Twitter did the same thing for them. I mean, they got how much help did they get from those two? But the NRA. But the NRA. That's who we should be worried about. That's who we should demonize. Wow. It's hard to take. Uh, then he spotted a little kid. In the oh, audience. unbelievable. Again. I mean, just somebody tell him, Joe. Stop. Stop. Please stop thing. with the children. Stop. All right, stop it. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. How are you, baby? How old are you? No, How old are you? Almost double figures. Uh, <laughs> and he's going to go over to her. Uh, How old are you, baby? Uh, <laughs> uh, please don't call me baby. Joe. This is the double digits, too. Uh, I don't know. I guess double figures still works. But yeah. Double, yeah. Almost double figures. <laughs> Just like I like them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not quite 10. That's when they're super exciting. <laughs> I like to smell their hair. Their hair smells really good when they're like nine. <laughs> He's so creepy. I know. So unbelievably creepy. I know. Uh, and I can't believe it. why, why isn't anybody telling him to stop this? Stop Joe, please, please, Joe, just stop, stop with seeking out children. Stop it. It's creepy. It's weird. It's not ingratiating at all. I don't know anybody who says, you know, it's really cute is when Joe Biden goes up and sniffs little girls <laughs> and stuff. That's what's really cute about it. Isn't it? Isn't that great? <laughs> When he's uh, <laughs> hugging on them and kissing them, and, you know, once in a while pitching their nipples. Remember that? Oh, yeah, that was good. Love that. That was really, really good. Love that. Wish that was my daughter. Yeah, wouldn't you like that? Well, you'd have a nice little lawsuit going, so you might. I don't know. Uh, oh, but, actually. Oh, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so just stop. Stop with the children, would you please? Please, by all that is holy. Uh, then he, he called uh, John Fetterman a powerful voice. Oh, powerful. Mm-hmm. Powerful. Big guy. Strong guy. And by the way, he couldn't be here today. We spoke Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman. He's, when I say he's a powerful voice. John Fetterman. I used to be in the old days a pretty good athlete. And if someone was really big and tough, you'd say, I wouldn't screw with him if I had a sledgehammer. No. Uh. Well, I tell you what. Fetterman's a hell of a guy, a powerful voice for working people, Is he? and he's going to make a great United States senator. Uh, he called him, uh, he said he was running for governor uh, at, one point. At, at one point in the day. Yeah, we'll have to find that and, and get oh. that too, because it's unbelievable. I, I, he didn't I, even I, know he was campaigning for. I apologize uh, for not watching this entire speech. Oh, it's yesterday. too much. It's too much. You can't take I, it. I got the alert, mm-hmm. and I just, I can't. I know. I can't. I know. Just, and, I, and I need to. I, mm. I know I do. I apologize to the audience for not watching the whole thing. Mm. But I just, I can't. I get so angry. Mm-hmm. I get so frustrated. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, he uh, also says he knows what, what works when it comes to crime. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you? Man, has he done a good job on that. Folks, when it comes to fighting crime, Mm -hmm. we know it works. Officers on the street, 
Who know the neighborhood. Not a joke. Who know the neighborhood. Not a joke. Who said it was a joke? (laughs) Why do you do that all the time? We know it's not a joke. Why would that be a joke? Nobody's laughing at you. Why do you have to say that? It's not a joke. It's not. I'm not joking. Nobody thinks. Yeah, it nobody is. thinks you are. Nobody ever thought you were. You're, you're not funny. Do you think you are? Because nobody, even when you're joking, we don't think you're joking. Right. Nobody's laughing because it's too uh, disastrous <laughs> to laugh about. You're there to talk about how you're going to take Jeez. our rights away. Yeah. Yeah. No joke. No joke. No joke. No joke. I'm not joking. Yeah. Yeah. We know. Okay. Get him out. Get we his know. ass out. <laughs> please. Oh. oh. By all that is holy. Oh. Please. Please. Whew. Find a way. All right. Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. Uh, when you're trying to sell your home, you know that's a huge challenge. You need a realtor on your side who's going to do a great job for you. Somebody who's going to take charge of the situation, help you make the big decisions like, what are you going to spend a bunch of money on, if anything, uh, to get your home ready to sell? You have to repaint it. You have to replace the countertops, make some repairs, change the flooring. These are the people that you can turn to, and they'll help you understand what you're going to get your money out of and what you're not. Real estate agents I trust. This is Glenn's company. And and so when you have the kind of agents who work with us working for you, you can rest assured that you're going to be in the hands of a really capable team. Same goes for when you're buying a home. When you choose your agent through Real Estate Agents I Trust, you partner yourself with a competitive winning machine. Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. It is. No joke. No joke. He wasn't joking about that. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. I'm not joking. I'm not I'm not okay, joking. We got it. Okay. All right. I just wanted you to know it's it's no joke. Okay? It's not a joke. I understand. All right. <laughs> so I'm not joking. I don't want you to think I am. Uh, because I'm I'm not. Now, uh, so we know what works when it comes to fighting crime, but also uh guns being the number one killer in America. He he makes that point. He sure does. I don't know that that's true. Um hear what he had to say over 48,000 people died from gunshot wounds in 2021 in the united states of america that includes suicide over 26,000 by suicide (laughs) Mm -hmm. when guns are the number one killer listen listen the guns are the number one killer of children in america Mm. of children and number one over car accidents more children guy die from guns and active duty police and active duty military personnel combined. Hear that again? More children in America die from guns than active duty police and active duty military okay. in the United States combined. I just can't take it. We have to act. No. Mm. I could to- just tell you what, when I search number one killer of children, the first headline that pops up is Biden misleads public. So uh, I'm guessing that number not is true. wrong. Right. <laughs> Right. Uh, he always misleads. Uh, always. He always lies. Always. And he knows he's lying. 100%. Fact check true. Yeah. Of that. Yeah. He absolutely. He, he knows, knows he's, he's lying. lying. And he does it anyway. Doesn't care. And he'll repeat the lie over and over. Let me give you that number again. Let me say that again. Let me tell you that lie one more time. 
And then it's because it's a, it's a lie, but it's a powerful lie. <laughs> it's okay? a powerful lie. <laughs> <laughs> and it reiterates what I want you to believe. <clears throat> yeah. So right. I'm just right. going to continue to say it. Yeah. Oh, okay. No joke. No, jo- no joke. We have to oh. act on guns. Uh, that's what he had to say. Oh, we have to. We have to do more children die, die from mm-hmm. guns mm-hmm. than active duty police and active duty military personnel combined. Yeah. So that's Said the second that. part really hear that again? of this. Yeah. More no, children I don't want to hear it again. America die from guns. All right, guns. we got it. Then <laughs> he active goes duty police and- Then he talked about uh, bullet speed. Is that what he's what, the, the speed of a bullet? Yes. It, that what? Superman's faster than a speeding yes. bullet or yeah. Yes. What is the point here? <laughs> bullets are fast. The bullets are hey, fast. I didn't know that. But bullets, I, co- bullets I coming out of a killing machine gun uh, let's are faster it. than anything. Oh, oh my gosh! Do you realize the bullet mm-hmm. out of an AR-15 mm-hmm. travels five times as rapidly as a bullet shot out of any other gun? <laughs> so, even if that's true, and your point. What, was I going to outrun the bullet before? The bullet out of an AR-15 <laughs> travels five times as rapidly as a bullet shot out of any other gun. There you go. And? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> now, I could outrun a bullet from a 9 millimeter, Right. But if it's shot out of an AR-15, I can't, can't outrun it. Can't do it. I can't outrun it. <laughs> and do it. <laughs> That's unbelievable. I mean, it's just so amazing. weird. What a weird uh, factoid that is. A bullet shot out of a gun is fast, <laughs> but coming out of an AR-15, it's five times faster. Okay, so, and <laughs> again, so I can't outrun the, the AR-15 you're not be bullet. Able to outrun it. Okay. All right. Yes, you're not going to be out. If it was a shotgun, I could outrun it. I mean, he makes that's what he goes on to. I mean, at one point, he he Mm -hmm. talks about. (laughs) We have the one where he talks about he has a shotgun. Uh, I he uh, he talks about. uh, uh, Look, I I support the Second Amendment. I got a shotgun, a couple of shotguns, but we have to do something. Oh yeah, that was Mm -hmm. the we have to act. Yeah, yeah, have to do something. Have to do something. That's. Uh, That's always the, the Democrat that we thing. We got to yeah. do something. We, have to we don't have to do the right thing, but we have to do something. Yeah. Let's Correct. just do something. We have to act. Let's just so throw something at the wall and see if it sticks. He thinks he's really on track this time to uh, get the assault weapons ban done. Yes, he does. Uh, and this, again, this goes to show how critical it is. In November, that Republicans gain back the con- the Congress, uh, both the House and the Senate have to, have to. And I was happy to see this morning. Um, speaking of that, that Herschel Walker is up by, I think he's only up by two, but he has been trailing uh, Raphael Warnock in Georgia, but he's up by two now. of very likely Georgia voters said they plan to vote for Herschel Walker, while 44% uh, said they would back Warnock and 7% were undecided. How are you undecided at this point? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
I, uh, I can vote for the extreme socialist, or I can vote for Herschel Walker. I, that's really, it's not hard. It's really not hard. Right. 46-44, though, with 7% undecided, it's really close. Really close. Uh, the last Emerson poll in April showed Walker with a four-point oh, four lead, indicating a minor tightening of the race, with uh, Walker still maintaining an edge with the margin of error. The Emerson survey shows uh, follows a month of data from other pollsters that found Warnock with a small but consistent lead over Walker. I mean, the Democrats are hanging on. I saw one headline that uh, mentioned uh, briefly that if Warnock were to win, then that puts him on the fast track to be president. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, I saw that too. I saw that headline. I'm like, God, stop it. I'm not even going to read that. <laughs> That's what. Jeez. <laughs> same page. It's Raphael awesome. Warnock like, is going to no, be president. Not, well, no. That's not going to happen. No. That's not going to happen. And that yesterday we had the big news that Joe Biden had filed for his reelection to run again, right? Yeah. And uh, then it was like, ooh, yeah, no, that was a mistake. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, hey, sorry. Uh, I misinterpreted right. something. They were just changing the form for some new name on the form. Sorry. <laughs> sorry for the confusion. <laughs> Thank goodness. I know. Jeez. I know. The poll also showed Republican Governor Brian Kemp ahead of Democrat challenger Stacey Abrams, 48-44. So we got that going for us. Oh, no kidding. Well, she's governor. She's, why does she, why does she right, care about I know. this particular race? I know. Well, it doesn't matter what happens there. She'll she'll claim she won. So pff. that's what she's been doing since uh, 2018. She claims she won that, and she just keeps doing it. I mean, so. she has plenty of other books to write. <laughs> right. Uh, to make a little extra cash in her life. Yeah, so, right. I mean, right. good for her. Mm-hmm. Good for her. So uh, Herschel baff- baffled people, I guess, with an answer about his yeah, mental health. Yeah, you know, health. I I put this on here because I, I don't I, I feel like this wasn't that bad, and it was like okay, well, I mean, that's Herschel Walker. I, yeah, I feel like it, well, he wasn't that bad at all. But the, I feel like this is uh, like oh, this is for Warnock. You know, we're gonna make we're gonna make Herschel sound bad. You acknowledge that the race is getting ugly and uh, there are constant attacks levied against you questioning your mental fitness, among other things. How does that make you feel um, when when that happens? And, and what is your response? Well, my response is I've always been a tra- very transparent. Uh, I've been very transparent and I will be a champion for mental health because I've helped so many people that had a mental health problem. And I think a lot of families have a lot of struggles with mental health and I would be a champion for that. And mm-hmm. they can continue mm-hmm. to bring all this, what they want to do against me because if people know what I stand for. First of mm-hmm. is still standing. My bike is not bent so anyone can ride my bike like he's seen to have Chuck Schumer and uh, Joe Biden riding his bike because he's right. seen to be voting bent. for whatever they say. One thing about me, I represent the people of Georgia. That's the reason I got into this race. I had nothing to do with trying to be a politician because I'm not. I'm not a politician. I'm not from Washington, and I'm not wanting to be a politician. But right now, I know for a fight, the American people and the Georgia people are not bad people. Uh, Joe Biden and Raphael Warnock seem to think that we're such a racist, bad country. And I'm saying, mm-hmm. no, we're not. You know, We have our problems, but we can solve those problems together. They seem to want to divide us, and mm-hmm. I want to bring us together. 
and that's what they don't like. So they can continue to come after me and whatever mm-hmm. they want because yeah. sticks and stones aren't going to bother me right now. Let me ask you, do you have faith that you would have a fair election, whatever the outcome? I do. I do have a faith. I think the problem that we got to do is we got to continue to tell the people to get out and vote. Mm-hmm. We got to continue to tell the people to get out and vote. Don't, don't worry about what happened in the last cycle. Let's worry about what's going on right now. What's going on right now, there's a crime problem in Atlanta, Georgia, on Raphael one mm-hmm. Watch. There's an economy problem on what Raphael one Watch. Right now, we got to get people in Washington that's strong, that be able to stand up to what's happening and be able to vote the right thing because there's no uh, color in right and wrong. So a fair election, I said, leave that up to me. What I want people to do is get out and vote and make the right decision, and that decision is Herschel Walker. Amen. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Uh, did you see that that uh, Raphael Warnock's income doubled his first year as U.S. Senator? What? He doubled. What? How did that happen? Uh, wow. Huh. Huh. That's, That's a lot strange. of speeches, I guess. That sure is. is. that what that is? Uh, yes. That's certainly not yes. insider trading, I'm sure oh, of that. That would be silly. Because that would be illegal. Well, not, no. for, not for senators and Congress people. Never mind. Could well be insider trading. Uh, It's unbelievable. It really is. That gray unleashed. Hey, welcome. Uh, We've got some tweets here. Let's be frank in Pennsylvania tweets compared to what? Uh, This is the the bullet speed. (laughs) The bullets out of an AR-15 are five times faster. Compared to what? A bullet thrown by hand? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, they're five times yes. faster than that. Yes. So that's really fast. Because, you know, some people could throw a bullet really fast. Uh, like, uh, what's his face? Who just, he threw the uh, fastest off-speed pitch in baseball history. Did you see that? Oh, nice. 100 miles an hour. Nice. 100.8 oh, yeah. miles an hour that's, on an off-speed pitch. That's doing some distance. His that's fastball, his fastball average is 100 miles an hour. The average speed. That's amazing. All right. Step anyway, up, step up into that batter's so box. Get that thing before it breaks. It's five <laughs> times faster than even uh, Joan Duran can throw a, a bullet. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Maradin. Tweets, hey guys, I could tell you're kind of upset about Biden's speech, but rest easy. We all know he'll be fact-checked and corrected by the media. No joke. Yeah. Except that is a joke. I know. It's not going to happen. Uh, red state comedy? I guess the point is the government needs to regulate bullet speed. Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. And by the way, they, mm-hmm. even if he does get fact-checked, uh, who sees it? Yeah. You know and, I mean? the- yeah. And they'll fact-check and call it partially true. Or misleading. misleading. That's what, that was the first one that came up. By they never say he lies. Audience. They never say he lies. Almost never. It's, I mean, it's it's asinine. I know. All right, uh, it's that time of the week again for yeah, uh, time for chewing the fat. They're chewing the fat theme. And there it is. Oh, I got this. One. So momentarily, uh, we need to let this play out. Don't want to disappoint the kids and cut them off early. No, you don't. 
don't, no. you don't want to disappoint the kids. Do you know this was on a car commercial? I don't know if you're aware of that, but yeah, car commercial music. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No kidding. Isn't that weird? It is. Took it right from the show. You stole yes, it from it. Time to chew the fat with Jeffy. $3 movie tickets are coming. Uh, well, for a day, anyway. Uh, theaters uh, want people to put away their Labor Day weekend picnic baskets and see a movie for $3 or less on Saturday. This really? Saturday, September 3rd, mm. celebration of the first ever National Cinema Day. National Cinema Day. Things really must be tough at the box office. <sighs> and they are. They are. More the number than, one movie last week had seven million dollars. Yeah, yeah, it was unbelievable. Right? Uh, a I mean, box they're, office they're excited. Like they've got you know, all the uh, three thousand movie theaters are participating in the one day event. In fact, I've already reserved a couple of tickets at the three dollar ticket price for a Saturday movie. Uh, but AMC and Cinemark and even Regal Cinemas, who you know are getting ready to file for bankruptcy if they haven't already, are all part of it. It's part of the new Cinema Foundation. Uh, this idea was part of their deal. It's a new nonprofit organization that's affiliated with the National Association of Theater Owners. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a good gig. Mm-hmm. That's a really good gig. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, they claim that box office numbers are 20% below what they were in 2019. Oh, okay. I would think that they were probably even lower more than, than that. that. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, they're releasing like it's recovered though quite a bit. Well, you know, I mean, Top Gun, Top saved Gun, them. Top Gun saved them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, Top Gun. I mean, they had there yep. were three or four movies, uh, uh, big ones that mm-hmm. that, that really, really brought helped people to the to the theater. Yeah, definitely. Um, but they, this weekend, of course, you're going to be able to get Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. Really. Is that finally out? With Sterling K. Brown and (laughs) Regina Hall. You've been waiting? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. I know. They're re-releasing Jaws. Oh, wow. I've been waiting for that for... And they are re-releasing. They're having a new one, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, which is actually really cool because they're giving all the outtakes and uh, special cuts and stuff with that movie. So a lot of the Spider-Man fans are excited. But and, And sneak peeks like you've never seen before. Mm. All weekend long, mm. thanks to National Cinema Day. I mean, three bucks a movie, that's not bad. There's not very many movies that uh, you know, are not worth three bucks. Mm. <laughs> I mean, mm. honk for Jesus, save your soul? <laughs> you dropping three bucks on that bad boy? Probably not this weekend, Speaking, no. I really? might wait for that you on might demand. might as well get it on Saturday. You don't yeah, want to pay full I might, price. might wait for that on demand. <laughs> uh, and uh, speaking of movies, Chris Rock said during a show uh, in uh, Phoenix that uh, he had declined an offer to host the Academy Awards this year. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, we, we, he was big part of... No, Thank Chris you. doesn't want that music played. No. He doesn't want that to happen. No. Uh, he has been on it. I mean, he's hosted a couple other times, but I mean, after the Will Smith thing, 
mm-hmm. last year <clears throat> yeah uh where he was just a presenter but will came up i mean he's always going to be remembered for that and and to be honest you know i watched it again and we have it you can run it i guess but i watched it again and it's really I, i'm really disappointed in will smith Oh, yeah. I mean, I loved Will Smith. Lots of people are disappointed. Yeah. And His Q rating, you know what that is? It's the number of people that consider you one of their favorite celebrities. Yeah. It was 39% going into that. It's 24% now. I, I, Went down and that's 15 too high. points. And, and, that's too, and that's too high still. 24? I yeah. It's, I mean, it is disappointing. It's embarrassing. Yeah, it was and embarrassing. And I know that they, you know, they kicked him off. <clears throat> that he quit the academy and the academy mm-hmm. said he can't be a part of anything for, for 10, 10 years, years. Ooh. okay Ooh. right right uh. right i just feel like what I just, I, he probably I, lost some movies from that though i'll bet i mean I'll, absolutely i bet he was good dropped from some good mm-hmm. i mean that's just ridiculous and uh it's not a film but uh back to middle earth the lord of the rings the rings of the power Oh, yeah. The most expensive TV show ever made hits Amazon Prime Friday. Yep. Only $715 million. $715 million? For the TV show. Lord of the Rings. For the whole series. The Rings of Power, yeah. Is that for two seasons? Is that for five seasons? How long is that? Like That's not for just this season, is. is it? Yeah, I think so. Seven hundred fifteen million. I mean, you're talking about how the, do you make you're your money about back the from rings that? Of power. I know. <laughs> wow, wow, uh, that's a lot. That is a lot. That's a lot. And by the way, uh, Kexi Cookies has your uh, Lord of the Rings Rings of Power cookie for you too. Do they? Yeah, when you go to Kexi.com, you can get the the honey pistachio. I mean, look if you're wa- if you're going to watch Delicious. it this weekend, mm-hmm. why not watch it? What's With better to watch it? Than having a Kexi cookie. Thank you. Yes. I mean, that's exactly right. K E K S I dot com. Kexi dot com. Sure, an autographed uh, mm-hmm. Hillrick and Bradsby bat used by baseball legend Babe Ruth with uh, home run notches in it. I believe the notches, there were eight notches. He had eight home runs with this particular bat. Mm. Uh, sold for $1.68 million. Breaking the record for the most ever spent on a baseball just a hundred thousand dollars? No, one million six. Oh, one million six eight million. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. 1. Yeah, that's 6, a lot. That's sure, a lot. the Honus <laughs> Wagner card sold earlier this month for seven point two five million. I don't get that. Why? Sure, the Diego Maradona's jersey from his Hand of God and Goal of the Century performance in the '86 World Cup mm. went for. Nine point two million dollars. I really don't get that. But coming in at mm-hmm. number one, mm-hmm. Mickey Mantle, nineteen fifty-two tops card, finest known example of its kind, twelve point six million dollars. Wow, the most money wow. anyone has ever paid for any type of sports when item, you think card, a bat or memorabilia that was used would get more by the one of the greatest they, in the history with of the baseball game. Baseball notches on it with home run notches on be it way more valuable it's than a card. And a, come on, yeah, I know. come on. That's I thought the same thing too. Really weird, but tw- it got like twelve times as much oh, on yeah. the baseball card. Oh yeah, wow, that was perfect. Hmm. Uh, the, the story behind the card is fascinating too because this guy uh bought a whole box of the tops cards from 52 and you know just went through them i mean there were 5500 cards in the box wow and it was unopened 65 of the iconic mantle cards 
Oh my gosh! And it had—I uh, think it had Jackie Robinson and Eddie Matthews in it. I mean, it was pretty incredible. He spent one hundred fifty thousand on it. He said the guy he said, "I've got this box. Nice investment." He said he borrowed it, borrowed twenty five thousand. Mm-hmm. Bought it, got a security guy, and drove to Massachusetts or Pittsburgh, wherever it was, and with the hundred fifty thousand cash. Good thing he didn't get pulled over and have it taken away from <laughs> right. him. Right. Right and bought his and bought the box of baseball cards. He said he was shit when he got he was opening them, shaking. You know he couldn't believe he had them. And that was a long time ago. That was back in the I don't know nineties or something. But I mean that's and he just now sold it. Well, he sold he sold one card back and forth with one guy. This card was sold once or twice to another guy, and then he bought it back. And then uh, the main guy, um, Mint. No, it's a stupid name. Uh, Mint Rosen. Mr. Mint Rosen, the collector, mm. uh, he died, and this guy finally was like, "You know what? I'm just." The family was like, "Well, you gotta sell it. Let's get it graded." If you can get let's, twelve and a half million, I mean, I've yeah. got I've got so many uh, cards maybe sell at it. my house, and I I keep. You should one, go through I, it. I, oh my gosh, go through them. I mean, there's got there's got to be something for twelve point six million dollars. Tell you that. I'll tell you what. Right now. Come to think of it, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to throw it out there live on the air. Mm-hmm. I'll sell every one of my baseball cards today, mm-hmm. right now. I'll put them in a box. I'll take a picture of them. I won't touch them. I'll put them. I've got. I've got the <laughs> container mm-hmm. right now. I'll put them all in the container. Twelve point six million dollars. Wow, that's a you know what tempting offer. You know what? Twelve to- million today. Twelve million. You knock five hundred thousand right off the top. Uh, six. Six hundred. Yeah. Okay. Don't don't wow. diminish what I'm knocking off. I'm trying to save you some money. Oh yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, today is the 25th anniversary of the death of Princess Diana. Is it candle in the wind? Oh boy, I know. But uh, a Ford Escort, driven by Princess Diana, uh, sold at auction this past weekend. How much did you give me for that Ford Escort, Pat? How much you give me for that bad boy? Look at that! Look at the five hundred. Look at that! Look at that card! Look at that card! Five, Exceptional condition. Five hundred. Twenty-four thousand nine hundred and sixty-one miles on it. It's got royal pedigree. I'll give fi- okay five hundred. It's got history. Five hundred ten. Rarity condition mileage. Mm-hmm. Seven hundred and sixty-four thousand dollars. Get out of here. <laughs> Princess Di drove in a uh-huh. Ford Escort. Yeah, no, they. On. She had other cars, you know. Mm-hmm. That she was driven around in. Uh, you may be familiar with one. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. Uh, that wasn't a Ford Escort. But uh, this one was, you know, her car that she was just hers. Mm-hmm. She drove around for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the buyer was not disclosed. He was from the UK or she was from the UK. And they still have to pay another 12.5% premium buyer's fee on top of. The seven hundred and sixty-four thousand dollars for the Ford Escort, man! Wow, makes you want to drive around a Ford Escort, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, well, it sure does. Actually, no. Hey, re- <laughs> <laughs> no. Remember uh, that one point three four billion dollar Mega Millions jackpot that yep. was won in Illinois about thirty three days ago mm-hmm. on July 29th? Yep. Uh, no one has mm-hmm. come forward to claim that ticket yet. Wow. Uh, so How long the, do they the have? Second largest uh, in the 20 year history of the game. So, according <laughs> to the rules, uh, you can't, which obviously vary by state, 
uh it usually is a 90 day window but i guess in illinois you have a year to pick it up but if you don't pick it up in the first 60 days you don't get a choice whether you want the cash or the uh the payments they just you if you if after the 60 day mark you just get the payments oh you don't really get the cash out yeah wow so if you're if you think you bought the ticket i would be searching for that bad boy. <laughs> yeah wow I mean, they gotta know who it is right i mean i would think the, so yeah every 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 one of those places that you buy tickets from all have cameras they all have time stamps on the tickets when they were sold so you're able to see who purchased the tickets when they get mm-hmm. printed out of the machine so it's just a matter of uh waiting for whomever because if you don't sign it like you may have purchased it but if you dropped it on the way out that's why it's a good rule of thumb whenever you see a lotto ticket or uh, on the ground you pick it up Mm. just a helpful tip from me Mm -hmm. Uh, always pick it up okay and check it out because it could be the could be the billion dollar winning ticket ticket. and you know Mm -hmm. just sign that bad boy and cash it in because you have to take it it's amazing nobody's come nobody's come forward i know after a month i know wow incredible i sure is sure is uh do we have time for a rocket yeah you know as you know uh pat no one supports zoos more than chewing the fat uh, myself jeff fisher uh, right yeah. yeah yeah which is why this story fascinates me uh rocket the tortoise uh 90 year old uh tortoise 500 pounds but he's a master escape artist he's broken out of enclosures all over the country uh he was already 40 years old when he arrived at the sedwick county zoo in 1972 along with sweetie pie the hippo and stephanie the elephant both who still remain at the zoo uh and he was i'm sorry incarcerated at the zoo in 2009 at age 79 he was 609 pounds and he realized hey i can climb out of this uh enclosure so uh and they would come in and they would frequently find him wandering around outside of the zoo trying to leave and uh, they'd have to bring him back through the gate and without heavy machinery it took forever so they were pissed and so they shipped him off to the tulsa zoo same problem uh so then they transferred them to a new state-of-the-art maximum security exhibit at the bronx zoo uh nope we're not keeping them here either so now rocket is back at the zoo in kansas the sedgwick county zoo because they have built a new supermax Mm. uh supermax tortoise enclosure so he's going nowhere now so you don't have to be scared uh rocket the tortoise isn't out attacking people he's a big old boy huge He's wow. a big old boy. Yeah, he's really yeah. big. Yeah, uh, well over 500 pounds and about almost 100 years old, man. Dang. You're not just picking huh. him up and flipping him over. No. No, you're not doing that. Don't they live to 200 or something? Yeah. That's incredible. Wow. Uh, all right, 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. returns welcome and thank you for being here triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three also pat unleashed on twitter we got this huge box of stuff uh from let's see uh pathead eric sons of thunder 42 i guess on twitter says hi pat uh, i should start out by asking how's your day going so far <laughs> Since the first day I stumbled on Pat Gray Unleashed last year while helping my girlfriend get her two kids off to school, it has become a must-watch every morning. That is awesome. Oh, no doubt. Your show has made the apocalypse 
far more tolerable with timely levity. And unlike Judy, I have an appreciation for sarcasm while you inform the masses about the burning world around us. So thank you for all that you, Keith, Rob, and even Biggie J do. That's all right. Uh, Biggie J. Biggie J. I like it. I do. I do like that. Now to the point of all this. With football season upon us, and as a diehard Bills fan, I wanted to share the hopeful breakfast of world champions Josh's Josh's Jacks. That's oh nice yeah. yeah Josh Allen stuff yeah hey, the Buffalo Bills uh, could have a great season this year I mean they're primed for it there's no doubt about that here's Josh Josh's oh Jacks. nice it's kind of hard to say uh, but you know it's kind of cool to be in a small market and be a big fish like Josh Allen and get no, your own man, cereal that guy has box better and better yeah every he's turned year, out man. really good awesome. I know. Former Wyoming Cowboys quarterback, Josh Allen. Uh, everybody knew he had a big arm. He can throw the ball like 80 yards in the air. Something like I, I think he can throw almost the length of the football right. field. There's not very many of us that can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I right. would say it. Right. I say no, it. I, I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to see you throw at the length of a football field. I would like that. Uh, and see it land on about... If you started the goal line, it would land at the uh, 10, maybe. Not the opposing teams. Not the opposing teams, 10. Your 10. I could do 90. I, mean, I, <laughs> I think you could go I 10. Wanna, I don't want to pull the muscle out. Yeah, 90. yeah. Anyway, he says, plus, what breakfast, is, what breakfast is complete without avocados from Seabreeze Park Carnival Games near Rochester? <laughs> nice. I thought, I mean, I thought we got avocados from Mexico, to be honest with That's you. That's what I thought, but these aren't. But, yeah, these are avocados from <laughs> whatever park, Aww. he said. Funky avocado. Okay. Uh, well, that was very nice. Yeah, it was. Enjoy. And in the words of Marv Levy, where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Yep. Uh, no, please. Uh, thanks a lot, uh, Eric. That's really cool. Um, and I'm a looking of, forward to trying that breakfast cereal. A lot of people quote Marv <laughs> Levy these days. <laughs> That's true. That <laughs> is it's very true. But it does remind you the football season is upon I us. I know. Got it's the Missouri, here, baby. Missouri taking on Louisiana Tech this weekend. BYU plays uh, Actually, South Florida. I think Florida. we play Thursday night. I think we play oh, you tomorrow do? night. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's really that. soon then. Yeah, I think that's tomorrow night. You going to be watching? You going to watch it? You won't be able to tear me away. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> the, our president is speaking, so. They take- oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, a tough choice. That then. is tough that choice. Is a very tough choice. Huh, yeah, they play see. tomorrow night. Do I want to pull every hair in my head out, uh, watch or Missouri do I want to watch Missouri game. win? Yeah, because Missouri is going to start out three and zero. We decided. Yes, yeah, we already went through and wind that. up six and six, probably. So we'll wow. see. We'll see what kind of what kind of year they have. Now BYU's first game is just South Florida, and just I mean they return they just are. about everybody, and they got thirteen. Uh, transfers from Power Five programs, so they're supposedly yeah much improved. Recruiting, yeah, much plus improved. they play at Raymond James, and everybody thinks they're going to get a you know rub elbows with Tom. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tom Brady. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that'll happen. And uh, so next, then the next week we have Baylor. So that's that's a big game. Oh, defending Big Twelve champion oh, Baylor. The gloves come off. Gloves come off. Week Baylor. after that. Now, last Oregon. year there was a little a little issue with uh, what? down there at the Baylor game. Was there not? 
down at the Baylor game? Yeah. I don't know. Didn't, we have, didn't we have some uh, some Mormon issues? Oh, I think BYU we did. issues at Baylor yeah, down at Waco? I think, yeah, I think we did. I think the fans were yeah. doing anti-Mormon stuff yeah. or whatever. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of which. did you, Oh, yeah. Okay. Then there's the big controversy <laughs> that happened in Provo at a women's volleyball game last weekend. Uh, BYU hosted a tournament, which they won. Uh, they crushed everybody they played. Uh, and But they played Duke at one point, and supposedly there was an issue with somebody in the audience, somebody in the crowd yelling racial slurs at one of the Duke players every time it's she Rachel, served. It was Rachel Richardson, yes. Okay, so there's 5,500 people at this at this volleyball game, and one person is screaming racial slurs? And nobody does anything. Right. That doesn't add up to me. First of all, that I, I can't even fathom that happening at not BYU. Not in today's world. Not, and not at BYU. Not they in don't, today's world. I've never seen it. I've never heard of it happening at a BYU event. Plus, uh, without anything else happening at all, this has happened multiple times. Uh what what has their the, claim? Yes. Oh, you're they, kidding. That, you know, so they've claimed that people it, yelled during at her this before. game. Yeah, the, no, this person oh. hollered <clears throat> oh, racial yes. slurs multiple, multiple times, times throughout yes. the game. Yes, because every time she served, she was supposedly hassled like that. And no one. And no one did anything. There, there's no video. There's no audio. I mean, well, it, what are you going to take video with? I mean, it's so hard to get video nowadays. Are you going to carry the big cameras around? No, nobody's doing that. And they are, were the games <laughs> televised at all? Because they were. There was a tournament, right? For uh-huh. for, there was a tournament for women's volleyball. Yes, if I'm not mistaken. And women's volleyball is very big at so BYU. You don't, they don't cover that. No, they don't cover they don't, that. They don't record athletic events. And no, certainly nobody took a phone where you could. I mean, phones are for calling people and talking to them. They're not recording devices. <laughs> Am I right? Yes. This is 1992, 100%. right? Hello, it's you're 1992. Right, yeah. So it was suspicious from the very beginning. Yes. Where uh, th- the first thing I thought is, this didn't happen. It's another of those things. It didn't and, happen. And John Ziegler, our, our friend, uh, had been all over the. He started a, a Twitter thread because of the story, because he, like us, was skeptical. Said, um, mm, "Doesn't make doesn't sense. Sound right." Here's so, here's what he said. Here's what we're apparently supposed to believe about what happened in the racist BYU Duke volleyball incident. A white man repeatedly used a racial slur, possibly the N word. That's what we're led to believe. Yes. yes to heckle a black Duke player and threatened her in front of a large crowd. Right. Uh-huh. So, okay. So they threatened her by saying, I'll see you at the bus or something yes, to that effect. Watch, watch yourself. Yeah, watch yeah. your back as you go to the bus. Somehow, he writes, this outrage was allowed to go on and no one made any effort to videotape it because after all, BYU is mostly white racist. So this is what is expected. Yes. Uh, also, the racist just happened to target a player who, based on her Twitter, is very convinced we're a racist country and has a godmother who is running for political office who was able to make this a very public issue by dramatically tweeting about it, though it's unclear if she was actually there. She wasn't. 
But oddly, both of them seem to be perfectly fine with the racist somehow not yet being publicly outed or shamed. Huh. Even though they and the whole Duke team, apparently, would have no problem identifying them. Of course, the white kids at BYU are all protecting the racist, uh, which would not happen. You know it wouldn't happen. No Somebody way. in that audience is going to say, what are you doing, man? Stop it. And And security, which was there... Would have ushered them out. Yes. BYU has bent over backwards to condemn what happened, but without any re- real details of the matter. I hope this answers any questions you have about this horrible <laughs> incident, which has absolutely uh, zero red flags and all makes perfect sense, which is why the always reliable news sport media are running hard with this narrative, confident that nothing could possibly be wrong with it. Right. And they, they it didn't happen. No, and then they they posted uh, the uh, when last night's behavior was initially reported by Duke, there was no individual pointed out. Uh, the BYU security and event management efforts they were not able to identify a perpetrator of the racial slurs. It wasn't until <laughs> after the game that an individual was identified by Duke who they believed were uttering the slurs and exhibiting problematic behavior. But there's absolutely no and that audio was by voice. or video of it. And, right, and None. that was by voice, not face. They said they heard this guy's voice and Jeez. said, oh, that's him. That's Unreal. Him. Unreal. So then uh, John reached out to this ESPN host who uh, was all over the story and was interviewing Rachel, and uh, this particular host blocked him, wouldn't receive any emails, nothing. He didn't want anything to do, the host from ESPN. So, of course, they're running with the story. Of course. Of course. Of okay. course. So then, there's nothing ESPN loves more than, uh, you know, a racial story. Oh, my gosh. A global warming story. Any of that, they're all over it. The sports network is all over it. Now, it's strange, though, that ESPN, which has a great relationship with BYU, and broadcasts I know. their football games uh, would would just jump right in uh, on this story without this, any evidence. This is strange of this that actually would happen. Happening. I wonder why that would be. I mean, Pat. people claim this stuff all the time. It doesn't mean it really happened. How many times have we seen these racial hoaxes over and over and over again? Well, we find out now uh, in an article uh, that I read through uh, the Cougar Chronicle. So, okay. Mm-hmm. whatever okay but uh the headline is exclusive racist comments at byu volleyball game never happened just what i thought i i know exactly what we so thought. A- apparently officials and byu coaching staff were made aware of the incident during the game but failed to take necessary steps uh necessary steps uh no mm-hmm. uh they pointed it out they sent you can see apparently she rachel richardson served uh in front of the student section twice in the game okay only twice and they were saying mm-hmm. that it was coming from the student section a police officer can be seen standing there's a picture of of her getting ready to serve with so the they police put a officer police officer there to look at the student section and to make uh-huh. sure that it was okay right because right? she complained and said she thought she heard a racist comment okay <laughs> what man the, the bigger story happens after but during the game she thought uh she thought they heard no one heard anything okay uh there was no problem but, nothing. but they heard that there was an issue so they positioned a police officer near them which the godmother claimed afterwards byu did nothing well yeah they did 
they yeah, positioned they did. a police officer there right. to catch the person if they did Correct. if they did anything. And we're to they believe they didn't. We're to believe that if this were to have happened, no one in this arena mm-hmm. that doing, holds uh, 50, I don't know six thousand people, people jam packed for this 5, tournament. Five thousand actually was over. It was overcrowded. It was oh. uh, yeah. So there is an issue with the fire marshal. We'll have to get have to get <laughs> hold of the fire marshal on that because <laughs> capacity where they play volleyball is five thousand. Uh, so anyway, ah, it's standing room. You don't yeah, count right. that. They don't count right. those people. <clears throat> um, so uh, then, where was I? Oh, she said that uh, she heard something and they posted mm-hmm. someone. So we're to believe mm-hmm. that no one. Nobody did anything. Nobody said anything. 5,499 other people Uh said, yo. Stop it. What are you doing? No, because every one of those 5,500 people are nasty white racists. Right. So now we find out the person that they got rid of was this mentally challenged fan who approached a Duke player. And uh, that's when he came out onto the floor and the Duke player was like, oh, that's his voice. That's the one. So they banned. So they banned. So they banned a a mentally challenged person because, and they banned him Ah, not for slurs, but for interfering with visiting guests. All right. The BYU athletic staff went through footage of the entire game, and the man Duke identified was never seated in the student section. Her story doesn't add up. BYU banned an innocent man. Nobody heard anything. Not a single witness. Amazing. Amazing. Nothing. But of course, the university. Uh, you know, had to is Apologize. all okay? All all okay? They the you know the players were saying that uh, you know they had felt unsafe. Oh, geez. And uh, I, I know that uh, what was the line from? Uh, and the candidate, her godmother, got it started all up talking about it. Who wasn't there? We talked mm-hmm. about she's running for some judge here in, in Dallas, in, right? Yeah, in Fort Worth and Tarrant yeah, okay. County. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they BYU athletics. Uh, was sure to indicate that we understand that the Duke players' experience is what matters here. Mm, no, no, that's. I feel like I'm that's sorry. not no. I mean, I, I I love you BYU and all your officials, but no, if their experience is a lie, that's not what is important. No, if if she's making this up, which apparently she is, yeah. uh, then that's that's not all that matters here. And I what watched, matters is the truth. And I watched an interview with her, and we can play a little bit if you want. She doesn't give any detail. I mean, if, it, if this actually happened, yeah, there would be strong details in the story. Uh, we have right? her so, yeah, comments play, on this. Play yeah, let's Rachel see it. Yeah, let's see it. I believe that meeting anger with anger, it just starts a cycle mm-hmm. of more anger. As a young black woman in America, I know I don't have the privilege of reacting all the time or else it uh, paints yes, you that do. face of oh you're just another sure. angry black woman i felt as though responding yeah, to okay. it in the way that i did uh-huh. would help the greater purpose did you? and that's creating okay. awareness and that's creating allowing awareness. something that didn't happen from both sides that's, good. that's really good to better see the fact that we right. should all be working towards a common goal we shouldn't be we should, trying right. to create right. two sides okay what I want the most out of this, one, is to raise awareness, uh-huh. and two, raise awareness. to hopefully encourage and to institutions create a problem such as where BYU there's no and problem. others to start really putting in those efforts and the funds Pause to it. educate. Right, because BYU doesn't make any effort. <laughs> they don't make right. any effort. 
to reach out to people or do anything. My gosh. That's all they do. That's all they do at BYU <laughs> is reach out to people. Really? Because they're constantly under ta- attack like this. I know. Constantly. But I will say, at some point, don't you have to that say. pisses me off. Uh, how about no? Yeah, how about no? At some, some point, you have to say. Yeah. You have, no. All right. No, look. Hey, Puddin. This didn't happen. Did not happen. What does that? What does that mean to you? Does that mean something to you? And your Black Lives Matter. I know you t-shirt? want. I know you. You believe you say that you want to all work together. Mm-hmm. But let's work together at uh, not lying. How about that? <laughs> that would that how be a good start? Let's work together at that. How about we get to the truth? How about that? <laughs> uh, how about you got your ass kicked and you're pissed, and so you created a story uh, that will go will get some mileage for you. Uh, that's great. And maybe she did think that she heard something <laughs> during the possible. game. Maybe yeah, it's she possible. Maybe she did. But, the, but nobody but, else but heard go, it. Let's go back. BYU did react, right? right? The coaches and the, the staff did react. They sent an officer yes. to the student section and yes. said, hey, okay, wow, really? Yes. Nobody else heard it. We'll send a police officer <laughs> over there to stand by the student section to make sure that it doesn't happen again if it happened at all. Because yeah. we don't want anything like that to happen. Right. And so they did react. And yet, then we waited until after the game uh-huh. to complain some more. And they that, go through all the video. They went through nothing. the whole thing, listening for this racial slur. Couldn't hear it. Nothing. So, I don't know. It's frustrating. It's really frustrating. And now, 499 people have been arrested thanks to the fire marshal. <laughs> because there was, they were the head, there were too many, too many. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they've documented who yeah. they were. And that that's on me, because I just, I just ratted them out. Okay, so I apologize, <laughs> BYU. <laughs> uh, all right. If you're a dog owner, you love your pet, you, you, they're part of the family, you want them to be happy and healthy and active, and that's where Rough Greens comes in. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a dog food supplement you sprinkle on top of whatever it is you feed your dog because your dog's food is dead food. It's that If it's that dry kibble stuff that you get in the store, uh, it's... It's been sterilized, so all the nutrients are burned out of it. But it will last on the shelf for three years. So you got that going for you. So what it essentially does is fill up your dog's stomach, but doesn't do them a lot of good. Um, So that's where Rough Greens comes in. It uh, brings in all the vitamins and minerals, the probiotics and antioxidants that your dog needs. Most dogs love this stuff right off the bat. Mine certainly did. Uh, If... You'd like to find out first before you jump in with both feet uh, whether your dog is going to love it. Rough Greens want you to do just that. So they'll, they're willing to send you a free small bag for your dog to try out for a day or two. And all you cover is the shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com, R-U-F-F-Greens.com, or call 833-783-3364 for your free bag. 833-783-3364. Or roughgreens.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, I have one more BYU bone to pick. <laughs> Probably beating a dead horse here, but Pat's BYU bone. <laughs> yes. To pick. Since I was already picking a bone, let's pick one more bone. Uh, every time. BYU is about to have a great season. You always know BYU is going to be good when people start talking about the age situation. Again? Oh, they're so old. No. They're old. We oh have my like, gosh. got like 30 grandparents on this team. 
<laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, they want an excuse. Okay, they're too old, so they beat up on a bunch of boys. Really? A, okay, the average difference is usually about six months. I don't right. know what it is on this year's team. I haven't checked, but it's almost always. They average. I mean, it's, it's always within six, a year or so. Six Big months, deal. yes. But the other thing is, um, and I will say one article I read about them playing uh, South Florida this weekend, the South Florida uh, coach actually didn't buy into it. But the but the media is no, always on this. It. They keep hammering it. Yeah. So the USF coach, to his credit, said, we're taking on a really talented team. The more, you're, the more you dive in and really study BYU. I mean, this is probably one of the best teams they've had in the last five or six years. I think a lot longer than that. But really? they've got 19 yeah. returning starters and a lot of experience coming back on a team that won 10 games last year and blah, blah, blah. Okay. But everybody else is on the age thing. Uh, and I just don't understand how when a guy goes on a two-year mission, he can't play football. He can't train. I mean, they might work out in the morning for half an hour. Uh, but they put football on hold for two years. So when BYU signs a promising recruit out of high school, many times, you know, probably eight out of ten times, they're going on a mission. You know you're not going to have that player for two years. Tell me how that's a desirable situation well right now i don't want you to bog us down with facts i just want okay. you to realize that those players are, old. are older yeah <laughs> they're are a older. lot older let's talk and about they're how gaining man strength how they come back off of their mission completely out of shape haven't played you just football got done said years. they work out in the morning <laughs> they might but they're usually about? way out of shape it takes them another year because almost every time they come back from their mission uh, they're redshirted because they, oh, need, yeah, another they need another year, year to, get ready. to get back in shape. Yeah. Which makes them another year older. older. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> I mean, what is the advantage here? Maturity? Does maturity win football games? I'm just tired of it. All right. There, uh, that's my piece. I had to say my piece. Okay. All right. BYU's bone to pick. Pat Gray. <laughs> More Pat Gray Unleashed uh, coming up. He's got no time for morons, except Friday. It's Pat Gray Unleashed. With some tweets. I'm a licking butter tweets. About those baseball cards that brought in so much money. Uh, for $12.6 million, did the mantle card at least come with the gum? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. If it's unopened, there should be gum in there. I'll right? tell you what. I mentioned that I'm going to sell my... Uh... My my box container of cards for twelve million today, today and today only. Mm-hmm. All right, but mm-hmm. you're gonna throw in the I'll gum. I'll throw in some gum. No, oh, well. I'll throw Very in generous. some bubble gum. Very generous, Jeffy. You're From welcome, Postmaster Jeffy. Top Gun Maverick had a budget of hundred and seventy million and brought in one point three billion in counting. Season one of Lord of the Rings has a budget of seven hundred fifteen million. Hope they sell a lot of new Prime subscriptions. Yeah, they're going to have yeah. to, to get back that money. And that's what you were saying. You know, yeah, how, I don't know how, how do they you... afford that? Well, first of all, it's Prime. I mean, hello, yeah. Amazon's got more money than they know what to do with. But I feel like this is setting up, uh, you know, they've got their movie theater now, the Amazon Movie Studios. 
and they've never broken up the prime membership and i hate saying this out loud and i've said it a couple times on chewing the fat so they're probably it's, it's already to. out there mm-hmm. and they're going to break that off that would suck so between your prime membership and the the videos the the movies and stuff so it's going to be two mm-hmm. separate fees for you now to you're be saying a part this of. as if it's a done deal and they haven't even proposed this yet uh so i just want to make that clear prime's not saying they're amazon's not saying they're going to do that to I'm my t- knowledge, I'm telling you, you're telling us that. that they're going to do that. Okay, when they do All that, right. when Jeff Bezos right <laughs> lights up his cigar on his new yacht, uh huh, with the wife uh, looking at him over there on the second yacht with her helicopter pad, and mm-hmm. he says, "You know, we're going to break this up. We're going to break this bad boy up." Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, they have not. I, I have not read anywhere that they uh that were planning throwing this. that out. Yeah, but I, it's got to happen. It has to. They can't. They can't. They can't. They have to break it up. There's no way that they can docu- keep documenting it like that. When we start talking about Amazon, Amazon Prime, their movie studio, it just always boggles my mind how Amazon started. You know? with It was what? Like books. Yeah. You sold books online. Out of the, that, out that was of the garage. Out of the garage. That's it. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you Oof. know, then you start getting movies online and Everybody was getting a little excited about that because there was nothing to return. You didn't have to bother with that. That was great. Yeah. Well, Netflix Then they turns, start their own studios, Netflix start doing original content. Right? Netflix turns 25. Netflix, yeah. Netflix and Amazon both started so humbly. And look at them right. now. Look at them now. Uh, Jeffy's Hungry Staring Eyes tweets, Wait, we can't get women's volleyball on ESPN2 rather than <laughs> rock skipping, cornhole, or smash ball? Well, first of all, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with those sports. <laughs> no, those are all right. They're great sports. You're right. Thank you. Tell me you don't enjoy playing them. Oh, cornhole. You can't. That's what I thought. Riveting to watch. Is that bag going to go in the hole or just get close? Well, some of those guys and gals are pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. I what love a the skill. I like what the, a skill. It is. It's an, an incredible. I love the strategy. Athletic skill. I love the strategy that they have where they set them Me off to the too. side and then they throw so that it knocks uh, them both Something in. might knock them in. Yeah, yeah. That's good strategy. Yeah. Or you're trying to block the hole so yeah. nobody can get in. But then in the then end, you, you have want... to drop it directly in there. Yeah. yeah. So it's really exciting. That's what's me about. No, I'm not. That's, <laughs> okay. There's no question. That's riveting. <laughs> From uh, Carl Smith about uh, Josh Allen. And the speeding bullets that are five times faster from an AR-15. Okay, yes, but can Josh throw a ball as fast as a bullet from an AR-15? Oh. No, I don't think so. No one can. I don't think so. Those are just death machines. The AR-15 is just a death machine. Thank you. Uh, There's no... no, Who needs one? We've got to get rid of them. Who needs one? You can't go up against the U.S. military with an AR-15. He just doesn't. Biden is always talking about that. How you know your AR-15 is going to be meaningless if if you're really using it. You know if you think you need one because the government's going to be corrupt, that's not going to help you. Well, of course it is. If 300 million people have guns, and the U.S. government ever got that malicious, uh, the guns would help. Yes, it would, and that and that's the, that's a strong argument that's been made too, right? If there was a serious gun issue in this country. For the government, you'd know it already. Right. I mean, if these NRA members were right. a real problem, and as dangerous as the NRA is, 
According to this president. Yeah. He wouldn't have to uh, tell us about it. We'd see it every day in the news. Yes, we would. Every stinking day. So, he's agonizing. Uh, (laughs) So, between his, you can't fight the the military we have. You're just proving our point that that you think that, that the U.S. government is so powerful, there's no going against it ever. When that's what our founding fathers intended for us to be able to do if we needed to. Uh, it was never about hunting, but he always does the hunting thing with the deer and Kevlar, and that you can't said. buy a cannon, which of course you can. <laughs> Biden misleads. Or could. Yeah, every time he's just such a liar. Uh, all right, there's a coalition <laughs> of more than ninety American pastors from different denominations that have boldly declared they will never again comply with the government order uh, orders. To close their churches. And I love this. I do too, but where were you, I don't know, when those orders came? Thank you. Most of them closed their churches. Taking a biblical rallying cry from Acts 529, these clergymen say, we must obey God rather than men. And they've signed on to a statement declaring that the government violated the U.S. Constitution by ordering churches to cease meeting during the COVID-19 pandemic. And, and that's all true. Absolutely. And they should sign this order. And they should. And there's not a, there's not a, a legitimate mm. pastor mm-hmm. in this country that shouldn't sign on to this thing. 100%. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, hello. There was, you had no business closing your churches. It went, for the government had no business telling them they had to shut down. That's right. First of all. But. The purpose of the document is to provide a muster point for clergy, said Pastor Stephen Mannion of the Faith United Methodist Church in Lancaster, uh, Lancaster, New York. The Acts 529 statement declares to the government, don't try to close the church again. It won't go so well next time. <gasps> what are you saying? Are you, are you right. threatening the U.S. government? <laughs> Do you know that uh, the U.S. military has tanks? There's nothing you could do against them. That's just a silly statement, my friend. <laughs> now, I'm glad to see this. Yes, I just I wish too. it would have come a long time ago. Should have come uh, when uh, it was happening. No, we're not closing our great, We're not doing it. No. And, and I think a few did, but mostly everybody complied. Yes, they did. And they even, I mean, we had some pastors that tried to, you know, at least go around and have services in, in, you know, in the parking lot and drive through and put up radio signals, which was mm-hmm. all great, mm-hmm. you know, all wonderful, because at least they're trying to you know, get their message out there. But to have their church closed like that, I'm sorry, no. It should have never happened. No, absolutely not. not one, it should not have happened. And they should not have allowed it. I know that we all wanted, we didn't want people to die. And it was, we were all scared out of our minds. And it was 15 mm-hmm. days to flatten the curve. Right. Are we, are we done with those 15 days yet? Or <laughs> no. The, has the curve no, been flattened? No, we need flattened? 15 more. Okay. <laughs> Just 15 more though? Yeah, all right. Yeah. Then I, well, okay, then fine. Close for another 15 days. I've been watching the numbers, the COVID cases. This is the rate of infection. Uh, on average, right now, it's 90,668 a day. So that's way down from, I think a couple of weeks ago, it was 128,000 a day average. Yeah. Uh, and the death rate, the seven-day average is 471. Last year was 1,348 at this time. So we're doing better, way better. I mean, you'd like the infection numbers to be even lower than this. Uh, but I think we're at the point where everybody should just be doing, well, that's, doing what we they are, normally right. do. I mean, and, and we darn near are. 
Yeah, right? I, mean, I think so. There's we have events. I mean, there's going. The numbers are going to stay steady as long as there is the virus mm-hmm. and people are still gathering. It's just the way it is. And then we have you know, as long as we're allowing, I don't know, are we still allowing people into the country across the border? Yes, uh, the, uh, I believe we you are. Know, the, knock yeah. on the great big beautiful door. Yes, that's open to them, and uh, they, they're not even knocking on the door. Really? They no, they're going around it. That seems rude. It does seem rude, doesn't it? <laughs> it almost seems like they don't respect our laws. I mean, huh? As uh, KGP said yesterday, it's not as if they just walk. No, yeah, it is. <laughs> it actually is. So anyway, I mean, so those numbers is you know, if we can you know keep a handle on. The low numbers without them being so deadly you know the virus has turned into a mm-hmm. less deadly weapon so I mean, mm. yeah people are like okay yeah i mean look i i got the vaccine which you know the double dose of moderna i've not been boosted and i still got covid and it pisses me off <laughs> but i guess i should have been, I, i'm thankful i'm thankful well it would have been that. so much worse i'm thankful you would be dead Right now, had you not gotten the vaccine. What a shame that would be, I'll tell you that. It would be. It'd be a darn shame. We'd all mourn. I bet, I bet like for 10, 15 minutes, a good solid 10 to 15 minutes. That's so of, nice of you. Yeah. I mean that. Of serious, not serious, but mild mourning. <laughs> how long, how long for the serious? How long are you giving for the serious? No, there wouldn't the be serious? any serious. Oh. It would just be mild. Okay. For those 10 to 15 minutes. <laughs> all right, well. But it's not like we would just immediately move on. You're getting 15 uh, old yeah, minutes. Yeah, that's let's, a lot. Let's shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of interesting, too. Uh, Greg Gutfeld from Fox News. He's on at what? I don't know, 2 o'clock in the morning or something. No, he's on at <laughs> He comes on, I think, well, 10 o'clock, right? Is 10 it o'clock 10? Eastern? Really? I think it's 10 o'clock Eastern, yeah. All right. No. He comes on at uh, 11 o'clock Eastern oh, on Fox okay. News. So okay. 11 Eastern. All, All right. right. Okay. Because got, you've got Tucker, Sean, and what's her face? Right. Laura and then Greg. Yeah, Laura. Uh, then, it beca- he became the first non-broadcast network late night show to defeat ABC, CBS, and NBC for an entire month. Good. Isn't that great? Good. That's really something. He's 18 months into his run. And uh, he topped every program among his competition. It, he averaged 2.19 million viewers for the month, edging out the late show with Stephen Colbert. Ugh, I just, I don't get it. He How is people, I horrific. Don't get it. The worst. The late show finished a close second with an average. So Gutfeld had 2.19. He had 2.15. But still, I mean, a win's a win. Well, that's right. We'll take it. We're taking that win. And he's, de- he's definitely taking it. Incredible. Now, uh, Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel were way behind, but you know Colbert came close to him. But we're talking about Fox. I mean, I mean it's it's cable. Well, people are dying for some kind of entertainment that are yeah that they are, are. Funny, right? and and really, I mean, those shows. I I mean, once they became mouthpieces for. For the administration, for the, for the left or the administration, uh, I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. they, they they just don't matter. They're just not part of it, and yeah. they just keep continuing. People they're not are funny. Sick of it. They're, they're they're not. They're not. not I mean, Stephen Colbert stretch. does not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He does not have a funny bone in his body. No joke. I don't. No joke. No joke. No, I'm not joking. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not joking. Uh, and I don't think he is either because he's not funny. So he must not be joking. But yeah, he's terrible. 
He's terrible. He's just terrible. I, I don't d- understand how I he don't became either. number one for so long. And they all kowtow to him. And oh, the stars yeah. show up. And they uh-huh. just, I can't believe it. I mean, I was amazed CBS uh, put him in when Letterman left. I thought, that's about the worst decision you could ever make. <laughs> then he turns out he's number he's the, one. He's the number one guy. Unreal. Oh, he's so bad. Just so bad. Uh, all right. The other thing is, that's pretty amazing right now. Ukraine has launched this uh, counterattack with, you know, some of our weapons and uh, a lot of our money. Yeah. And they've broken through Russia's first line of defense in a spectacular fight back in a key occupied area. Uh, forces yesterday launched a huge offensive in the southern Kherson region, which has been seized by the uh, Russians for a while. Meanwhile, world boxing champion Alexander Yusik was seen back in his homeland for the first time since beating Brit Anthony Joshua this month. Oh, well, that's great. Um, the push is part of a long-awaited fight back, though, being launched by, uh, by the chief captains in Kiev in an attempt to retake the south of the country. It follows weeks of Ukrainian, Ukrainian attacks aimed at cutting off Russian forces from their main supply well, it's routes. It's about time. You know, it's about time that they start utilizing some of what we're giving them. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, and start uh, putting an end to this thing. Right. I mean, I drive mean, them out and let's be done with it. They do, I mean, Mikhail Gorbachev went down uh, fighting in the war in Ukraine. <laughs> I think Ukraine dropped him yesterday, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. They did. Uh, he was in the Mikhail front line. Mikhail was lines. on the front. Uh huh. He was on the front line. That's 90, what I thought. 91 year old Mikhail Gorbachev. <laughs> Uh, still in there swinging for Russia. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. really good. <laughs> but he did die yesterday. <laughs> what did he die of? Just old age, I think, probably. Yeah, he was in the hospital in Moscow. Okay. I don't know that they actually. So he wasn't it. fighting. Uh, no, I guess huh. not. All right. I mean, I'm surprised. What that, a baby! I'm surprised that Vlad didn't send him to the I front know. line. To be honest with you, because he got uh, Miguel was not uh, the uh, the old school Russian. I mean, he was the one that helped end the Cold War, right? Tore, Tore down the wall. Down. Yeah. Reagan told him to, and he did. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And Vlad, you know, has never liked that at all. Oh, no. no so no. I'm sure that. He wants to get the band back together. Yeah. He wants all those satellite nations back. Uh, I hope and pray that doesn't happen, but man, he wants it badly. He okay, really he was, does. Yeah, he was suffering from uh, kidney, oh, a long kidney problems, dial- okay. dialysis, mm. and uh, confined to the clinic during the COVID pandemic. So, oh, he's sick. All right, leave him there. And that's what they did. And that's what they did. Actually, yeah, yeah that's what they did. I'm surprised. I really am surprised Vlad didn't say, "Well, take him mm-hmm. to the front line. <laughs> Let him fight." Couldn't have done worse than many of the Russian soldiers were doing, <laughs> right. as we've seen. I mean, the estimates of how many losses Russia has suffered, both in uh, humans and in equipment, is incredible. Incredible, some of those numbers. You know, 40,000-plus soldiers gone. Uh, thousands and thousands of military vehicles and aircraft and uh, all manner of weaponry. I mean, we had, there were reports that they were sending. The reason that their generals and uh, you know the the head guys were up at the front line is because they were there to keep an eye on the soldiers that were wounding themselves to get out of fighting. Oof. 
Well, I mean, those that was reported. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't know. That I know. That was 100% I've seen those true, reports. But the reports were I there. I bet it is. I bet it is. It's not exactly the force we thought it was. No, it was not. Which is good, uh, frankly. I'm all about that. Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, did Chris Rock have something to say about the Will Smith altercation? No, that was just what, what I was talking about in uh, Chewing. Uh, you know, when uh, he said that he wasn't going to do the Academy Awards oh, okay. anymore. And uh, right. it was the video of, of him getting slapped. But he, and I, that's when we were talking about Will Smith and uh, during right. uh, the Chewing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's nothing. You know, he's, he claimed uh, this past weekend that he said no after being asked by the Academy. Yeah, I don't blame I, him. I, I don't think I'd want to do that again either. No way. Screw you. Would you? After what happened? I mean, maybe. I mean, it's nah, a, it's a huge it deal. Not doing it. It's again. a big deal. I mean, if, if he could joke about it, if he could make some jokes about it, I would say yes, but I don't think that, I don't know that they want him to. Were you here when we played the Will Smith video where he was apologizing to his fans and to Chris Rock. I mean, I've seen those. I've seen his apologies. And he said, uh, you know, people ask me why haven't I apologized to Chris Chris Rock. And he said, I, I have, but he uh, has informed me that he's not ready yet. Huh. So it sounds like Chris Rock is we'll still, you know, there's still should some. Be. Yeah, you know what? He, he should, should be. Yes. Screw you, Will Smith. I, that's what I'm saying. We were saying his, mm-hmm. his likability numbers were down like uh, – uh, 15 to, points right should mm-hmm. be more than that mm-hmm. should be more than that. that was ridiculous when you watch that clip i mean i i watched the clip and that and, and we could play it if you want because i had it for chewing and we just never got to it but the uh you know i watched that that clip of academy awards of, from the start of the joke to will going up on stage and it was just what are you doing mm-hmm. what are you do? it was a joke about your wife and right. having having short hair and everybody kind of laughed except for her at the very yeah, but beginning. She's, she's got some kind of condition. Yeah, uh, she's Jeffy. got like Propecia or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a Propecia. It's Isn't that what you take for yeah. the hair condition? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do we know actually she it's does have like Propecia? Alop- it's called like it's alopecia. alopecia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, let's see. let's see what Chris uh, had to say. You know who's got the hardest job tonight? Javier Bardem and his wife are both nominated. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, if uh-huh. she loses, he can't win. Right. All right. So he makes sets that joke up. He, he can't is win. Okay. The husband Will and wife. Right. Like, he can't win. Lord. He's, now he's got the husband and wife with Will. Jada, I love you. GI Jane too. Can't wait to see it. All right. <laughs> see now, Will laughs. Yeah, but he she, laughs. But she's like, ah. Yeah, she didn't like it, but and he that laughed. Was a, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> what is that? What are you doing? <laughs> Boom. Oh, wow. Ooh. Jeez. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Get <laughs> <laughs> wife's name out your mouth. Oh. Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your no! I'm going to, okay? Mm. See, uncomfortable. Uh, very. Okay. Uncomfortable. I mean, I, I, and, and there were reports of uh, maybe there was, uh, you know, maybe a little affair in the past. With Chris Rock and his wife? Yeah. So really? maybe that had to, maybe this was a, you know, a little maybe one of the straws in. that broke the camel's uh, back. Maybe. I don't know. Although, aren't they, I mean, they're rumored at least to have an open relationship. Sure. 
So I know, but sometimes that might have been one of the guys he, uh, she was open with, and a little bit too open for Will's taste. Apparently, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We don't I, know. No, we don't. We, we don't. Just and don't. I haven't listened to uh, Checkered Tabletop or whatever the name of her Facebook show is that she does. That's getting all the huge numbers. His wife has the uh, uh, the red talk, red table talk, red something. Okay. Uh, on Facebook that she does all the time. Uh-huh. And she has all the stars come by and chit-chat. Um, and her mom's with her and everything. But it's just uh, very uncomfortable and agonizing. And I think Will should be down more than to 24. He'd be down 10 maybe. Because I love Will Smith, or I did. Yeah, I like. But him that too. right there is unbelievable to me. Yeah, it's unacceptable. And you, and back to Chris Rock. Uh, does the, and he was just a presenter there. Right. He's hosted a couple other times. I mean, you feel like? Uh, do you want to host the whole thing after that? No, I don't think so. No, uh, I, I think I that's think a. I think that's a solid no. Don't think you do. Uh, okay. Uh, coming up on overtime. Uh, we got some great stuff for you. And uh, between Overtime and Unleashed tomorrow, we're going to get to this story about a Nobel Prize winner in physiology and medicine speaking out about this trans situation. How dare she? How dare you say anything about it? How dare you bring science into this? Who do you think you are? Is that our stand? That yes, that's our okay. stand. That's our stand. And we're gonna All right, good. we're gonna plant our flag okay. right there. <laughs> uh, good. Yeah. Good. She tackles Sick the claim. Science. She tackles what she calls unscientific. The claim that there are many genders. Huh. Huh. What a hater. What a hateful, nasty, mean person. Who has won a Nobel Prize, by the way. <laughs> so we'll get into that, tell you what she had to say, uh, and lots more coming up. 